And welcome back to another edition here of the Los Ponies Podcast. We're putting in the overtime. Yes, sir. Curtis, welcome back to the show. And we're recording this after the races on Saturday night. That was quite a photo in the corner check. I'm glad it went my way. Went uh, Monty's way there. Uh, I saw him, I, I just told you, I saw him after the Super Derby the other night. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, a political pence ran his eyeballs. That's a, it was good for Monty to come back and get a little stakes win on uh, Saturday night. Yes, and and he said, I, I saw him from a distance. I was like, told you, Monty. I told yeah. you. He's like, Jose. <laughs> I was relieved when you didn't make me my lock. If it would have been my lock, I would have been nervous. Yeah, he always gives us that. Like, we give him the old jinx on there. But, hey, you know what it was, Money? Your horse came out of the gate tonight. That was what happened. The horse didn't refuse tonight. <laughs> exactly. So that was a, a good win there for Monte Rosa. And uh, it was Jesus Valenzuela coming in to ride uh, that runner. He had ridden that one to victory in three out of the first four starts at a state. He came in to ride tonight, and uh, they get the money there. In the Corona check. Um, something. What did I want? Well, I wanted to recap last week's big uh, Super Derby. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a battle, right? And it they, was awesome. And, and they both broke clean. It was yep. like because we were talking about that race. We're like they're drawn next to each, like literally almost right next to each other. Usually, it leads to believe that one is going to get the best trip out of out of the two of them. Mm-hmm. But even the horse in the middle, it was like, all right, I don't want to bump anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get out to a clean start. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was no excuses for everybody. everybody got out. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better start. You had flash and roll. And Cody said he broke so well that he was surprised to see Powerful Favorite right next to him. And then you had a political Pence, who we knew would fly out of there. He got right in there. So, boom, you had the three best horses that, right out there. And it ended up being... Flash and roll and powerful favorite going at it, and I think everybody expected powerful favorite to to run her yeah. down in the end. <laughs> I and, did, and she just no. would not let him get mm-hmm. by. I I thought it was one of the best races I think I'd ever seen at Los Al. It it was it was a, a good match race there uh, in the in the latter stages of that of that Super Derby. So with that, flash and roll gets her ticket into the champion of champions, mm-hmm. and now we're gonna look at Sunday's card, and we thought. Could any of those runners wheel back into the Sea Wayne? Because there's going to be a minimum of three mm-hmm. birds. There could be possibly four or five. Yeah. And given that there's that big that big number of birds still open, that could be tempting to run some of these horses on one week rest. Oh, back. definitely. But no powerful favorite, no apolitical pence, no chocolatito. Yeah, I think. Uh we had heard some rumors about uh, Chris O'Dell was mulling it over whether Powerful Favorite was going to go in or not, but I-, I think it just would have been a lot for that horse to handle, especially when he's a gelding. You still have all next year yep. uh, to make it back in. But, yeah, Chocolatito would have been uh, been primed and ready to go back in there, but maybe they just feel like he needed some, some more time, and hopefully we'll see uh, both of them in the Southern California Derby. That's where I'm thinking we'll probably see uh, – um Powerful favorite and chocolatito there in the trials for the SoCal Derby, um, but it, there is we do have he looks hot. Mm-hmm. We do have Suman for Spud. So Monty has used this pattern before, right? Yes. To come back, he already has a berth. Come back, freshen him off after the summer taking off, run him in the trials, and then run big in the Champion of Champions. Yeah, I think it's uh, definitely beneficial to zoom in for Spuds this time because his past couple of races. Let's be honest, he just he hasn't looked the same. 
uh, since he won the Los Alamitos Winter Championship at the beginning of the year. So I think the, the time off is going to be well used for Zoom and for Spuds, and, and hopefully he bounces back. You know, this is, like you said, this has been his game plan for the past couple of years to get into the Champion of Champions. All right, let's 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 run through this card. Sunday night at Los Alamitos, we're going to complete the weekend of racing, and every weekend is nonstop now. Whew. Every weekend there's something going on. we got all big stakes coming up, and like you said, we're, we're right into the thick of it now. All right, race number one, four and a half furlongs on Sunday night. This for the Phillies and Mares, three years and up, which have never won two races. Claiming tag of 2,500. We got a field of six set to go here. What did you like? I'm going to go to the favor. Going to go to Halo Girl here. Uh, cuts the claiming price in half, and uh, they're going to take the blinkers off of this Philly. Uh, I think they're just trying to get back to that race uh, three outs ago, in which she was sat a lot closer to the pace there. If she can sit against an easier field tonight for 2500 like she did three back and, and win going away. Uh, I think they'll be primed and ready here on Sunday night. So you're going to go to the favorite. I, I have that one for third because of the class drop. Obviously it deserves to be in a good spot here with the with the blinkers off the class drop, Edgar Payers. But I, I like the way Beyond the Clouds look here winning. Uh, she was the, the betting favorite. She was supposed to win, but she did win going away. Four lengths there, 52 and four. I think she could improve here first time against winners. And I like the outside draw. I think this gives uh, Juan Sanchez a little bit of options here. Someone wants to go, she can sit. Or if no one wants to go, he'll try to take control. So I'll give the six right back to check mark. Space Rica from the row is interesting to me as well. If she can repeat that effort from three starts back here uh, off of that second place finish, losing by half a length in 51 and four, that kind of effort fits very, very well against this field. And then the class dropping Halo Girl is going to be my third choice. So pretty straightforward. No real outside-the-box prices for me. I'm going to go 6-1-4 here in race number one. Yeah, I'm going Halo Girl on top, 6 beyond the clouds. Uh, I'm just putting for a second. It was an impressive win. Uh, just don't really want to use her on top first time against winners. And then I'm going to go for a different horse here for third. I'm going to go She's a Kathy. Uh, last time out for 3,200, dueled all the way into the stretch and just weakened late there. But uh, it's going to be making the second start for Sergio Morphin here. So uh, maybe with a little class drop, you know, it could help this horse. But uh, I still like the uh, four and six better. All right, race number two, we are going four and a half furlongs, claiming tank of 5,000. Look at this nice purse of $14,000 for the thrills and up, which have never won two races here in this spot. And in this event, oh yes, bright and early, my friends, bright and early. Who are you going to go with? Lock of the night in race number two. If you want to crush this early double, mm -hmm. be my guest. Because Rocky My Mojo is going to run them off their feet Completely here. agree with you. Kelly Castaneda, <laughs> Rocky My Mojo, dropping out of those 870-yard events. He has plenty of speed. I know he hasn't been able to... to uh, to get the job done, but those are different horses. In this spot, Rocket Man Mojo, you get Eric Garcia, break on top, bye-bye. Lock of the night. Yeah, I, I agree. I can't go anywhere else uh, but Rocket Man Mojo. You're talking about a horse that's actually won seven times a lifetime, and it looks like these other horses, they don't, they don't have it even close to that. So I think Rockin' My Mojo definitely knows how to get in the winner's circles a lot better uh, than these other ones. And I think he's a little more versatile this time. And I like the, the switch from Frank Johnson to Eric Garcia, too. So he's going to be my pick on top. Then I'm going to go to the four, Scrambled. Uh, he's been uh, raced between early last time 
and uh, he was racing off the rail, going into the stretch, two to three wide. Uh, finished evenly there. That was for 8,000. They tried that twice off the claim of Ryan Hansen when the, he won impressively on the maiden score, but I think they, they drop him back down uh, a little more realistic spot, and they stretch the horse back out to four and a half furlongs. I think that'll be a little better because he wasn't uh, as close early in those 870 events. And then I'm going to go to the sixth, the favorite competing for Jerry Wallace for third. Looks dangerous, but hasn't gotten the job done against better horses. Won nicely there, four back for 4,000. It was claimed by Dan Ascarate there. Uh, he ran a, a poor race first time off the claim, and then he, he finished second by half. Jerry gets him for five, puts him right back in, but you know, bid three wide and just uh, weakened a little bit late. So I'm going to take some horses at a price over competing where uh, I don't know if he's got the final kick and maybe we'll have to drop down later on. Yeah, to me, I think this, this race is rocking my mojo's race to lose because he's got enough speed to clear or if somebody wants to go crazy, he's, he doesn't need to lead. Yeah. Uh, he can sit there. Uh, and to me, also, you know, I'm going to go three, three, six, four here. Competing, yeah, second best to uh, Mystic Gray. He was a favorite in that event. But Mystic Gray came back to run evenly on Saturday night in that yep. in that race. Didn't really fire there. No excuses. Uh, from what I remember, had a clean trip. Just was not good enough to crack the top three. So competing here for second. Scrambled off of that uh, win. Three starts back. Looked sharp. Came back with a second. And then the third last time out there in, in that event. But to me, rocking my mojo. Lock of the night. Completely agree with you. All right, race number three. We're going four and a half furlongs here in this event for a claiming tag of four thousand um, dollars. We got a field of yeah, field of five set to go in this compact race number three. Who'd you like here? Well, I'm gonna give Scotty an excuse for his last race. Okay. Yeah, maybe that was his first time jitters there. So I'm gonna go to the four quantum four. On top. I'm going on top on because top? last race, the the race was so bad. And this horse was so consistent up until then. Uh, I think it was just four furlongs. They were all flying out there, and he had the, the far outside post. So he had to go wide throughout and just weaken there. Uh, Goosey is back up aboard over the one towards the light. So I think Quantum Force is a lot better, and they drop him down to the $4,000 level. So uh, I'm hoping that they can just figure out what went wrong that night, and hopefully uh, you and Scotty, well, no, you'll have to handle the duties on set. Yes, and Scotty will take the picture. Yeah, Scotty will take the picture here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him another shot. I am gonna use him here. I'm using him for third. I like the Ramon Goose stays aboard. Uh, you know, it was a wide trip last time out. After that, pretty much couldn't make up any ground. So, yeah, the four can definitely run better. Uh, towards the light, I'm gonna give this one the check mark. Uh, uh, a runner that, if you would have told me, well, I'm looking. At, I'm not looking at the night lines. I'm only. I'm looking at the DRI for tonight. Uh, but. I wonder what the, the lifetime wins for this one because on the DRF it only shows three. It doesn't show the the mixed races, right? Mm -hmm. But I feel like this this runner has better has run better races than we've seen recently for this one. So it was a sharp win, four starts back in fifty one and two there. Then they stepped up against the daytime oval, good second there, went up to Fresno, non factor, came back here against the tough open five claimers. You got to give this one an excuse there for that uh, that tough field. So I'm going to go to the one, and then it's just Bob comes out of that sixth, fifth place finish. Didn't get out of the gates all that well. He can get out better. He can't. He has the ability to show better speed, so I expect a better effort from it's just Bob. So I'm going to go one, three, four here in race number three. 
I'm going to go to the three. It's just Bob for second here. Uh, one of two. Escarate runners, uh, they're dropping from 5,000 to 4,000. Uh, I think this horse uh, will get a good pace uh, to chase off of here. He looks to be closing down the lane. And I'm going to go to the other Dan Escarate horse here on the outside. Rain on. Another one that's dropping from 5,000 to 4,000. But I think the key is this horse is getting off the inside from its last two. And last time, three back um, when he drew the outside. He uh, was four wide into the stretch. He actually uh, led uh, near the quarter pole there, and he finished pretty well. That was in the daytime, but uh, I think just getting to the outside will uh, help this horse sit a good trip. All right, race number four, the closeout leg of the early pick four. Another tough field. We're, we're going for a claim tag of $8,000. Field of the Maristorios and up. No condition, so you can have a good $10,000 purse here. And we got some sharp runners set to go here. And not only are they sharp, but am I reading this right? My note says, in this tough field, you've got a lock of the night. That's, your notes say it's an easy pick four because we got both our locks here. You got the second, I got the last leg here. So I'm gonna go to the three, her unbridled and power. I agree, wow. We both like each other's locks. It's gonna be easy. So I, I really like the way the five ran. Royal Stronger, but they're bumping this horse up one more time, and you know how hard it is to get three yes. wins in a row, uh -huh. so I think the win streak stops at two. Going to go to the three for Rosemary Trailer. Last time out, I really liked uh, this horse cleared around the turn, and uh, one going away, and I think uh, the margin could have been even more than a length and three quarters, because Goosey was just kind of mildly urging this horse at the end. Royal Astronomer is uh, going to have to deal with the one and the four, I think, uh, for the uh, early lead and being drawn to the outside. May tire him out a little bit, so I think her and Bridal Power can sit a good trip and just run him down in the lane and close out the pick four for us. I agree. That was a sharp-looking win last time out there and really showed good energy past, past the finish. So I agree that her, her um, Bridal Power is a horse to beat. I'm interested a bit by the two Lady Krishna, who's my second choice from Marsha Storch, who's coming back from Fresno there, has shown plenty of speed, has not raced this short of a distance since back in March, when this one was a well-beaten six against Open 10. So, But she has raced well, going 870 before. She's won nicely before. So she's interesting to me here on the comeback with Edgar Payeras. And I'm going to go to the five Royal Astronomers. Back-to-back uh, -back sharp wins. Lorenzo Reyes, when he, ke when he gets him sharp, he keeps him sharp. But then you're stepping up again, once again. Can he run? Can she run that big and, and defeat this field? We'll have to find out. But I agree. I think the three is a horse to beat. I'm going to go three, two, five. Yeah, I like the three on top. I like uh, the five Royal Astronomer there for a second. Like, you know, you can't ignore these last no, two wins. Can't. I mean, ever since Lorenzo Ruiz has gotten this horse, you got a second. And then a, a really easy win there, and then another e easy win last time out, powering away. So he definitely looks a threat, but I just can't see him really getting a clear lead over the uh, over the one, two, and four. And then I'm gonna go to the two, Lady Krishna, who you uh, just talked about coming back from Fresno. Uh, this horse has plenty of early speed, but has just been weakening. But hey, that was at six furlongs and five and a half furlongs, but it has run well. And one at 870 before, and the last win at 870 uh, was 40. Oh, actually, sorry, uh, finished second by a nose, but went 45-31. And uh, if she does that again on Sunday night, that's definitely going to be good enough to win, I believe. So if uh, she can just uh, take back to the low south surface here, should be pretty tough. So I like 352.
That pick four looks so easy. Easy. So easy. <laughs> easy. All right, race number five, the middle race of the card. We're going to, you can kick off the, the pick three, the rolling pick three, or the mid card daily double as well. 110 yard allowance. Purse of 12.5 here. We got some sprint specialists in this field, Curtis. Yes. What did you like? You know, I always got to go fails on the rail. That's becoming one of my favorite angles. You remember when it was Rodrigo on the rail? That was Rodrigo. An angle for me? Yeah. I, before, I think it was Alamon along the <laughs> rail. I think that was one. Of, and I think Nicasio, he says he loves being along the okay. rail. That's a big Mr. Los Al play. All but right. I'm going with the one favorite cartel. You are? Even though I lost to uh, the five working, working stiff, stiff last yeah. time. Uh, Oscar Andrade gets aboard. I like the combo of Matt Fails and Oscar short sampling, but you know they're hitting at 30% yeah. already, and uh, I, I think this horse just runs really well from down along the inside. There's not much else to say. We're only going 110 yards. That's you, it. You know, it, it's it's not a calculus. So I'm going to the one. So you're going to the one, my favorite cartel. I'm going to towards the middle part. The specialist. I think it's going to be another duel between Duck Dash and going right quick, but this time. I think Duck Dash and Go gets the turns the tables. Right Quick has been, I think he's perfect, right? Going 100, 100, 110 yards. Yes. I mean, he's been absolutely perfect, but I think tonight Duck Dash and Go turns the tables. To me, it's 2 3, but I've got a long shot. If you're playing verticals or you're playing pick threes, okay. long shot on the outside. One sweet winner for Mike Castleman and Steve Burns and, uh, and Jesus Ayala. This horse, I know that the form doesn't say it doesn't really state any, you know, doesn't really give you any confidence, but I think she can break well. She's shown yes. it before, and she's shown it under Ayala, and all she's got to do is really break break well because, uh, yeah, you know, it's freshening. That is the question, but she doesn't need to run all out. She's only running 110 yards, so all she needs to do is break well. To me, she's an interesting long shot, so I'm gonna go two, three, six here. In race number five. I did take a look at one sweet winner um, in in this race. She's always been a quick breaking uh, Philly mare uh, to me, so I, I think this definitely suits her. I'm just gonna lay off just because of the uh, the the year layoff here. I'm gonna go one on top. My favorite cartel three right quick. You know everybody's gonna include this one. Uh, just a, a, a short distance specialist here right up uh, his alley and then I'm going to go to the five working stiff uh, who's actually reeled off 310 yard victories before that last defeat uh, against you know the similar foes here but you know all it takes is a good break and uh, can get right back there in the mix. Alright race number six the start of the late pick four we're going down the straightaway here 300 yards uh, for the two-year-olds which have never won two races going for a claiming tag of eight thousand dollars what did you pick here in race number six? Gonna go to the deuce. Scatch me later You're for not Paul of the Jones. Bermuda Triangle. I'm still. I, I know it's there. Yeah. I, but I'm still. Uh, I'm. I'm starting to wane off. Yeah, a me bit too. A I'm bit. not as scared as the. the it it was anyway. vicious oh, before. Oh, before it was like, I, I was. If I was. If I liked the two horse, I was legitimately scared. I was yeah. Like, Can this horse overcome the the, the yeah. curse of the two post? Yeah. Last year, I would literally just chuck a horse. <laughs> I mean, that's stupid, but I mean, that's just the way the stats were. If you're gonna go by like, analytics, that, we had like two or three weeks uh, a month ago where y you wanted to be in post one or two or three. Yeah. The, mean, inside the inside was definitely was doing good. Yeah. So I'm I'm waning off of that. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm still a little scared, but still, uh, Sketch Me Later has always been a horse that I. I Assimilate as being a, a closer. So I'm going with the two. I like the jock change from Ayala 
to Huerta. It seems that it has worked in the past before uh, for Paul. Him and Huerta are hitting at 19% on the year, so it's definitely a move uh, where he th thinks he needs to try something different to get a horse to improve. So, you know, the last uh, few starts here has broken eight, six, and six, so hopefully with a better start, this horse just uh, gets away clean and can show that late kick that I think she has. Well, you went Andrade and Matt Fells on the rail mm -hmm. last time. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go Andrade and Matt Fells <laughs> on the rail this time with Fashion don't, Icon here. Don't think I didn't think about it. <laughs> So, yeah, I, th I think the one there with the class drop coming out of the futurity there uh, and for a tag of 8,000. This one did race for 16,000, three starts back, but this is the lowest this filly has ever raced. So I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt with the class drop and the class relief. I'll go to the inside post. The two scratch me later is my second choice. You know, the form overall has been pretty consistent. You know, over, just draw a line through that fractures debut, and you're looking at some pretty good solid efforts that fit against a field like this. And then I'm going to go to the six there on the outside here for uh, for Paul Jones and Stel Best Chance and Armando Romantes. A uh, couple of good seconds. Broke the maiden three starts back, 15.78. Any one of those efforts, any slight improvement, definitely a horse to be in the mix of things. Yeah, like the two on top, going to the fails on the rail with Fashion Icon looks dangerous. You know, coming out of that fraternity, uh, finished really nicely in the trial outing. And like you said, down to the lowest claiming level ever. He looks pretty tough. And I'm going to go slight long shot here. I'm going to go to Toby James for Monty. Ah, like uh, kind of the same uh, you know, running lines as, as Fashion Icon there. Uh, cuts from last time from 16,000 and only lost by half a length here. So cuts down to 8,000. Last time out, stumbled and broke in against Circle, uh, Circle City in the Golden State Million Trials. Uh, you know, Didn't have any shot really in there. But you, know, you pay the payments. You might as well run in the trials, right? So I think it's just down to uh, a logical level here. I think they're trying to get this horse back on track. So I'm going to give him a little look in the sixth. All right, race number seven. You can begin elite pick three here in race number seven. We're going 330 yards. An allowance event that looks wide open on paper to me. Yep. Very interesting race. Who did you pick here in race number seven? Going to the outside. Jose Flores, El Sovereign, a horse that I've been chasing. How do we agree... On a race that I thought we were going to be all <laughs> over the place. Look, I thought maybe you'd go fast Amanda Rose on top, but uh, that's one I'm just completely chucking her out, even though she's got that pass class. I'm I'm chucking really? out fast Amanda Rose. Yeah, if, if she beats me, she beats me, but I don't know. EGI hasn't been doing good lately, so I'm going to the 8L Sovereign. Like I said, I've been chasing this horse for a long time. Uh, a horse, again, I, I've associated as a closer here. Um Last time out in the trial, that, uh, that's another one. Just didn't have any shot in there against especially Trace pay, uh, PYC. You know, finished nicely two back in the allowance after stumbling and shifting out. So uh, goes from uh, 300 to 330 there. I think the, the distance is good. I, you know, even though he got 400 last time, you know, had no shot in that race, like I said. And I think the outside post helps. We agree. I mean, uh, I like to me, for me, the key on this horse is the, the outside post. El Sovereign here. Jose Flores, uh, I think because of Lara is aboard and he stays aboard, I think we're going to get somewhat of a decent price. Oh, oh, definitely. I think we'll get 3-1 to one minimum, even though this one is 72. Oh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think we'll get 3-1 to one there from that outside post. The horse that I did not know what to make of was the two, first Royal Cartel. Mm -hmm. And I have this one for a second. If you just, if you just look on paper, this horse looks like a the horse to beat, right? Yes. 
if you but then you see the trainer changes back and forth you see the the different barns that's is what is kind of throwing me off right now if those if you just ignore the change in barns and just look at race by race by race He's a horse to beat. Oh, the horse is solid. Yeah. Yep. So I'm going to give him the, the the benefit of the doubt and just look at a horse and don't worry about the, the barn changes and all that. Yeah. And, and, and the jockeys, the different jockeys have been aboard. Just looking at the form, he deserves to be in the mix. He, I mean, his race is uh, that effort two starts back should win this race. Can you repeat it? We'll have to find out. I'm going to go eight, two, and then the four as a long shot here. Still chance, uh, chancy here for Lynn Moulton. Has not raced since February there. Shows a 1260 uh, workout on October 12th and then a 1240 turn work on October 27th. Is adding the Lacey for the first time after seven lifetime starts. Interesting for this five-year-old mare. I'm going to go 8-2-4 here in race seven. Yeah, I think we saw this race uh, as just something wide open because I, I, I look at the two and everything you said, that's making me not pick him at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. If you, if you just look at the horse, yeah, just look at the, the horse. The horse is solid. Easy, yeah, but you got the trainer change. You yeah, got where to go into Frank Johnson, yes. who hasn't won a race this year. So this is a race going into those trials. I'm hoping to catch a price in here. So I'm going to the five for second. <laughs> okay, I'm going. I'm all right. Lark switches to Monty. Uh, is coming off a year layoff there. It ran in a fraternity trial last time out at Los Alamos. It, it wasn't that bad. Uh, you know, he stayed right there the entire way, only lost by half a length against Mr. FDD, who's a, a horse I believe came from out of state that I was high on there. And, hey, he, he had an excuse. He got bumped both sides at the start. So maybe uh, Monty getting this horse from Brett Vickery and just off the layoff, he can uh, improve this filly. And then I'm going to go to the one, pink shoelaces. I'm going with the other Lynn Melton yep. down along the rail. Uh, last time out at LoSal. Uh, was actually uh, closing, broke out, and then came back on, and that was against First Royal, Royal Cartel. Cartel. Exactly. So I, I think uh, you know just a little bit further, and that's what we're doing tonight. Goes three thirty. I think can turn the tables uh, on the two, but hey, I think it's a wide open race. Like I said, we we even have Fast Amanda Rose I who know. qualified for the Kindergarten <laughs> Fraternity, but you know she hasn't been the same. But on her best day. She could beat all of these. So a lot of question marks in here. This is definitely a race. I'm trying uh, to get a price in in that late pick four. This is a weird race. I agree. It's a weird <laughs> race. All right, race number eight. There's two races left. You know what time it is. The late daily double. And we have two trials. Two C. Wayne Griffin director's trials, which hold berths into the grade one prestigious champion of champions. I believe we're going to have a minimum of three. Mm -hmm. It could be four or it could be five. Yep. We don't know. We'll have to find out until, uh, you know, the connections of the other horses that have the option to decline. Yeah. Uh, so going into tonight's card, Sunday night's card, we're thinking three could get in. Yeah. I, you know, from out of state, we have political attraction when Remington Park Championship. SF Hot Pass just won the Challenge Championship. And who else is the other one um, I'm looking for from out of state? Uh, oh, Rusty's Miracle, Rusty's miracle yeah. for the All-American Derby. I haven't heard any of them are coming out. I, I think I heard the only one might be SF Hot Pass. But as a, it goes on the podcast, usually all the inside information we get on these shippers <laughs> has proven to be wrong. <laughs> we try and get some good stuff to tell you guys about who's coming in, yeah. who's not, and 
So I don't even know if I want to say anything I, anymore. I, no, I, I don't even want to seek out information anymore. Yeah. Because I, mean, I feel like it just throws me way off. Like, I, yep. I, I just... I just look at this, trust my video analysis, yeah. and if it works, it works. Oh, yeah. well. Yeah, so this is just my gut feeling. <laughs> I don't think you're going to see political attraction, Rusty's Miracle, or SF Hot Pass uh, come out here. So I think there's going to be a few more bursts uh, there in the Z-Wing Griffin. But hopefully one of them comes out. We would love it. We love yes. uh, all, all comers to come out to Los Al. I, I, I love when we get out-of-state shippers because then you're like, all right, what have you been facing? Yep. Let's see what you can do here. I mean, that's how it used to be in the past. Yes. Everybody w would come out, but uh, I guess everybody w likes to stick around for that Sumlin Championship. Yeah. I think that's that's a horse or a horse race that's gained more popularity in, in uh, recent years. All right. Two trials. They're both at the distance of 400 yards. And even though, you know, they're not large fields, they're very interesting fields. Yeah. Very, very interesting. So, who did you like here in the first trial, race number eight? Oh, you know I'm going to go to the one. I'm going to Mia Amor Secreto. <laughs> you know, yes. uh, well, I love this horse out of state. Yes, you did. You know, last time out, I was surprised that this horse won the Albuquerque Championship. Uh, I thought it was the best race this horse has ever run, yes. and that was at 440. I loved him in the challenge when he came to Los Al. I was, I was all in, yes. almost 6-1, and he broke my heart yeah. losing to Corona Ranger. Yes. But... Yeah, you know, may, maybe he's matured and and he improves this time. You know, Jaime Alvarez is, is coming out here. It's not Carrizales anymore. He draws along the rail, which we said has been good lately. I know he's going against Helix Hot, but I'm just looking for a little more improvement and maybe we can upset the six. Well, and he, you got to give him respect because he already came over here and he showed up. He ran a game second last year, mm -hmm. uh, so he's not he's not a stranger to the surroundings. Uh, I gotta give him plenty of respect. He's gonna be uh, on third, but when he looks hot, draws the outside, he runs his best. I agree. I mean, I just—he's an old pro. He runs when he breaks. He, he draws the outside. He tends to break well. He tends to run a big race there on the outside post. So it's hard to go against him, and then it's hard to overlook the pattern that has worked for swimming for spuds. He's now six-year-old gelding, and look at that workout: twelve flat. Yep. November 6th, just a little bullet. Monty is playing poker. He's He's got him with a sharp workout. He's going to give him a race just like he's done before in these trials. And he's looking to go into the champion's champion sharp. So I'm going to go 6-4-1 here in the first trial. Like the one on top, like he looks hot for second, and zooming for spuds for third. Be you know what we were saying last year You're at this very same time? <laughs> what? When Zooming for Spuds in the Z Wayne, <laughs> yeah. we can beat him. Yeah. We he doesn't have to run his exactly. best going in do? to the Z Wayne. <laughs> and he just crushed oh, us. Man. We were trying for LD's back. We thought royalty's authority was we're, we're gonna win. And Zooming for Spuds just went out there and absolutely crushed and I told that Monty, night. Monty, you didn't need to win like that. <laughs> and he just gave you the smile and the shrug. Yeah, so we've seen this before. You know, we've said it. Zooming for Spuds hasn't looked like himself the last three starts. He's been weakening, but he's been given a little time off. And like we said before, this is the road Monty's used, so hopefully everything goes according to plan again. I can see Susie Returns winning. I can see Hot Stepper winning. Yeah. I, I think this is the type of field that could get Hot Stepper going again. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to use him, but if Hot Stepper ended up beating a field of six to get into the champion champ I would say, you know what, that's yeah. that's the way Hot Stepper would get into the champion <laughs> champions. And we never we you never know. This could be the trial where they go much faster than the second one in the top four. That's true. The part that's three, true. the top five to yep. get in. You never know. Our race night, the final the race nine, the final trial of the night. 
We got a field of six. And before you tell me who you like, what do you think of Cruz Mendes getting off of Jesse Cartel? Oh my gosh, that was uh, one of the big question marks uh, when you're looking at the ninth race. I mean, he, he's made so much money with just a cartel. You know, he's made some money with, with favorite motion, but not nearly as much as just a cartel. And especially when you know that just a cartel is a horse that wants, uh, you know, the 400 yards the most out of, out of anybody. And he was the favorite to win the champion of champions uh, last year. You know, he going in, we thought uh, that he was, it was his time to win. We, you know, he was three-year-olds going in. So I think it's a big move for him to get off. But, I don't know, did it scare you off of him? A little bit. Okay. A little bit. But who did you like here in race number nine? I went to the three. Just Macho Corona. Really? Hopefully he minds his gate manners this time. Last time out, uh, you know, I thought he was going to give Powerful Favorite a run for his money uh, in the Super Derby trial, but he broke through the gate and he weakened. I, I know he wants all the 400-yard distance. He, he only lost the All-American Derby by a neck. That was going 440. So I was all uh, ready to see a big showdown between Powerful Favorite and Just Macho Corona last time. He's going to really have to step up his game uh, against these nice older horses like this, but I think he can prove a mild upset here in the ninth. I'm going to go to the four, Asia Jays, for another upset. Okay. Five to one, Monte Rosa, Jose Nicasio. I mean... You remember how high I was on Tequila Sangria that night? Yes. Right? And Asian Jays ran her eyeballs out. I mean, that was a big, big effort there. Tequila Sangria came back to run a very flat effort. Yes. Very, very, very dis shocking. Disappointing effort after that. But Asian Jays has been freshened and comes in with that, with that very sharp local effort. I think she's going to run big. Uh, 1971, very solid clogging to me. 5-1 to one there on the rail, uh, on, on post number 4. Then I'm going to go to the rail. I'm, I'm going to give this old pro another big shot. I mean, we are talking about how he, he was going to be very, very sharp once he learned how to really gather himself. And he was as sharp as, as can be last year. Mm -hmm. He hasn't been himself this year, but I'm going to give him one more shot. Carlos Huerta there takes over the mound there for Mark Sheen. And then the three, just Macho Corona there for Paul Jones, who ran a giant effort in the Derby at Ridoso in the slop. Two starts back, narrowly missing by a neck. Uh, came back, broke through the gate, and still ran a, a very charitable fifth, only beating two and a quarter lengths there behind the likes of probable favorite. So uh, I think the three can definitely run much better. So I'm going to go 4-1-3 in the second trial tonight. Yeah, we like the same horses, just a little bit different order. I like the three on top, the four A's and J's is just a gamer you know she just runs no matter uh, where you take her whether it's oklahoma indiana you know this horse just runs texas everywhere she she just breaks out of there look for her early i really would have liked her to win at that big price against tequila <laughs> no, sangria please no please when, when, when we no. got alongside tequila sangria uh, i thought I, was tequila sangria your lock that night yes it was oh yeah we had to listen to you come up here and gloat <laughs> while we're snap you know well, ripping up tickets be, well before the races i was like i i you know i usually hang out over here before the races with you guys and i I was walking out, guys, tequila sangria, lock of the night. That was my walkout yeah. sentence. We were kind of like, oh, yeah, good. yeah, sure. Go on you TV. like the three-year-old? Yeah. You yeah. like the yeah. three-year-old? Go on yeah, TV yeah, go and, on. and uh, give us a bigger <laughs> price uh, while everybody listens to you and bets your horse down. And then what does she do? She goes out there and beats A's and J's by a nose. But, but I think I still got like three to one in tequila or something like that. Yeah. I yeah. think if I remember. I mean, she was, had to face older. Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, that was one thing. And I, I don't think anyone really expected Keel Singri to step up against older, but hey, handle business. 
uh, you know, really proved herself that night. But yeah, I like the A's and J's. I think that's horse is just a gamer, and then just a cartel. Even though Cruz is switching to favorite motion, you know. Just a Cartel on his best day is way better than favorite motion. And I like that Just a Cartel's drawn down along the inside. Can't get bumped from both sides like last time. So hopefully we can see a little redemption for Zuma for Spuds and Just a Cartel on Sunday night. Boy, oh boy. It's going to be a fun two trials to end the night. We'll have the clearer picture heading to the champion of champions. But right now, if they only gave you two horses to choose from, they both get the perfect starts. They both get the 440 yard cleanest trip. Flash and roll or BSD says, well, who are you taking? I'm taking flash and no, roll. No, you're not. I'm taking. Oh, my goodness. She has never made a mistake at Low South. And I think if she. Look, when Powerful Favorite couldn't get buyer, that, are you kidding I, me? I, me too. I was like. I, she just kept going. So. I don't think she's going to have a problem with 440. Man. So I think if she gets the jump on BH Lisa's boy, hopefully they're drawn pretty close to each other because, the, you know, I think her being if, out in front if they, if can they're hurt drawn, BH Lisa's boy. If they're boy drawn early. next to each other, that hurts BH Lisa's boy. Yeah, I, I think. Because as, she's so fast, she'll break and she can overtake that path and make it intimidating. Exactly. Yeah, I, she, like I said, she hasn't made a mistake. She's undefeated at Los Al. She beat Powerful Favorite, who I thought was the best horse in the country. And if you would have said, it, I thought we would be talking right now, who are you taking, Powerful Favorite or, or B.H. Lisa's exactly, boy? Yeah. I thought that's who yeah. uh, we were going to be talking about right now. But And then I heard Cody Joyner, or I'm sorry, Cody Jensen afterwards, and he was comparing her to A.B. What a Runner, <laughs> and he was comparing her to Hearts Wide Open. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, rub it in, Cody. <laughs> you know, I'm tearing up my pick four tickets from Powerful Favorite. So, Cody... I, from what he says, I think he, he believes she could be one of the all-time greats. So Man. the way she runs it, it reminds me of like Blues Girls too. They, yeah. they, they pop out yeah. of there and they just run the same yeah. speed all the yeah. way down through there and it can run forever. So that's who I would choose right now. Wow, man. It's, it's going to be a fun <laughs> one. I, this, I, I, want, I want Zooming for Spots to, to show up with a huge effort. So that, so that he's like, all right, he's back. Yes. Uh, I want Hila's Hot to just break like he can do from that outside post I mean the, I mean, right now the field is like looking uh, you know we're, we're missing powerful favorite but look if we can get three or four of these sharp runners in these oh, trials, yeah. I mean it's going to be a solid field yeah as long as he looks hot gets back in there um, who else who else can Zooming we for uh, is in. yeah zoom in for spuds in. already in there I mean uh, Nian Morris has, has gotten better yes. but he's not one that's very familiar to, to Los Al people and I think we the narrative the whole time has been like look at all our older horses that have just been knocking heads the whole time you know what would make it very interesting as well if if uh, Jessica Cartel gets back to his old form yeah I mean if he wins like he was winning as a three-year-old yeah I mean he's I mean 440 is, is and that's where I think possibly the the rider change and drawing down along the inside could wake him up look I know Mark Skeen has said that he doesn't like, like to be to on the inside or outside, but you know, just looking at the PPs three outs ago, uh, he went 19.55 exactly from from the rail going 400. He goes 19.55. He's going to win the ninth race. Yes, I, I, I don't yes. think anyone else can go in there unless just Macho Corona 
uh, just absolutely flies out of there and, and really crushes. But I think A's and J's last time of 1970 is just about the best for her. So I think just the cartel has the most potential in that race. So yeah, hopefully we can get to see all these familiar faces from the last champion of champions right back in there this year. Man, it's going to be a fun, fun couple of a... I can't believe we're already middle of November. Middle of November, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, and then it's, you know, we just have a... we got the Deuce trials coming up yes. uh, next week. And so it's just going to be a, a big week. By the way, who, where is the belt? Who has a belt? Is it your corner or Professor G's Professor corner? G has the belt. Has so he pay, when is he going to pay a pizza, though? <laughs> he, he has not. We, we talked about it, you know. Uh, he hasn't paid up. Burgart lost the bet uh, the previous week, and he still already paid up before. And I'm a man of my word. I owe. I lost the last consensus, yes. but he still owes from the PCQHRA fraternity trials. A round of applause to Mr. Ed Burgart. He lost. He paid the next day. Oh, he just likes to get it. It's like a Band-Aid. Just rip it off. <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't say like We didn't even talk about the race. He was just like... Oh, here you go. Can you, you know, the elevator's out. Could you take these pizzas up? And oh, okay, Ed, thanks, thanks a lot. You know, we didn't even joke about uh, joke about the race. Speaking of Ed Burgart, he's just exactly thirty days, exactly a month away from retirement. Crazy. That's crazy. Absolutely, you know, and he hasn't really been saying anything. No, like, he's trying like to keep it said, low, Mister Mr. Cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's getting shorter and shorter every week. Oh, so. Man. Yeah, uh, hopefully uh, we got a lot of stuff planned for him. We we, we got the big bobblehead tonight, so uh, he's definitely going to get a good going away. We have to bring some sharpies. We got to make sure those get autographed. Oh, 100 percent. That's what they should do. They should. Uh, they that could probably be the biggest signing they ever have at Los Sal is so. if Ed signs every box of the bobbleheads. Yes, yeah, for sure. That that would be fun. So that's the show for tonight, and we want to give our our special. Uh, Thoughts. Hopefully, uh, Scott Craigmile, everything's okay with him. We found yeah. out he got kicked by a horse yep. in the paddock, in the jaw. Uh, I didn't see it happen, but I saw some commotion there in between answers. That's why we had a delay. Uh, and I believe Scott got, got kicked by a horse there in that field that was a three-horse field originally. Yes. Got scratched down to a match race, essentially. But uh, he sat up. He walked to uh, – they put a brace on him. He walked under his own power to oh, okay. the bench. And then after that, uh, I believe he was transported to a local medical center here. Yeah, that's. Uh, I saw them loading him into the ambulance, so I, I didn't get to see that you said he sat up. That's one thing I, I think a lot of people forget is just you know how dangerous horses can be. That's oh, like man. when uh, you watch winter circles from Evangeline and Lone Star, and you see these gr you know groups yeah. of winter circles that have like, like 60 people. You can't even see the horse. You're and like, you see five people like walking right behind. And oh. I get nervous. Yeah, I mean, because uh, it was like, I, I can't remember, five or six years ago when my dad won the Maiden Stakes, and that was when Santiago was on the horse. Yeah. And at, right after they, they, you know, they took the picture, the horse whipped around and whipped so Santiago oh, off. Yeah. And kicked him, yeah. and he was he was there yeah. like unconscious, yeah. and that was the scariest thing I had seen in in the winter circle. So, yeah, you you got to remember when you get by the hip of the horse, you, you know it's just uh, the, the, you got to remember they're not pets; they're yeah. they're big animals, and then they're very powerful. So, uh, uh, you know, thankfully it it appears that Scott was alert, um, and they took him for uh, for more observation. So hopefully we'll get good news as the story develops, but. Uh, Curtis, it's going to be a fun one. Buckle on. We'll have, to, we'll have to finish out the year strong. Look forward to the trials next week. We'll have to get Professor G. 
on the pod next week. Yeah, he hasn't even come. See, you didn't get him on when he uh, was in his little streak of yeah. winning the consensus. Once I reeled off four now consensus. He's, he's going to come up. He's going to be like, yeah. all right, let's do this. Yeah, he didn't want any piece of the podcast <laughs> when he was on a losing streak. And now he's like, oh, yeah, I'll come on. No problem. I will talk to Professor G hopefully next week. And uh, that's it. We'll see you guys next week. All right. Bye, everybody.